This is the Legs and Eggs Podcast, starring Fupa Jones, Heather Heather, Clem Stonestone, and Sarah the Ruthless. Fupa, whose dick are you sucking? You're going handheld with your mic? Yeah, I don't want to set that fucking thing up. I fucking hate it. Wouldn't it be awesome if one time we ever sat down and everyone's shit just fucking worked? That would be crazy. It works. I just don't want to fucking... There's this stupid arm that, like... Yours is working. Mine is not. So I'm just saying. Oh, shit. I missed all the stuff. You're not working? My new mic isn't working. Oh, what the fuck? I assume you tried everything already. Two different sets of headphones. No headphones. Just, it's... I Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to play with it. Figure it out. But, guys, how would we intro our show if we didn't have technical difficulties? (laughs) Yeah. It wouldn't be normal. I could just suck a dick. We'd need a new gimmick. I keep seeing these things on Twitter like, oh, you know, tell us what your podcast is about. And I swear next time I'm going to say a technical difficulties because none of our shit ever fucking works. Right. That does it. It's awful. We need an angel investor. We do. Preferably yeah, a we dead do. One. We do. Who the fuck do I know with money? No one. Well, Donald Trump's not doing much right now. Yeah, yeah he'd, he'd love this. Will Truth Social sponsor us? <laughs> yeah, we could get on there. I don't want to pay for that. I still have a bag of cupcakes on my thing. Yeah, he loves cupcakes. I don't know. Mitzi, stop being a dumbass. She's crawling up on the things behind me. Never going to happen. Okay, so like Mitzi is not a dumb cat. She's not the dumbest cat I've ever met. I've definitely met dumber. But she's like the most dumb ass cat I've ever met. Like, I don't know what's wrong with her. (laughs) She's not a cat. That's the problem. She was raised part by her cat mom, part by people, part by her non-related grandmother. Yeah, but her non-related grandmother was a cat. It's kind of. Yeah, no, Paperclips was very cat-like. I think the problem was is I just babied her when she was a kitten because I was like super attached to her. Now she's a spoiled baby. They all should be. They all should be. You're right. And they all, all of these are, I'm Ukat and Ukat's come. Yeah, they kind of demand it anyways. Like, you can't really help it. What's that Ricky, what's his name, Gervais? Gervais, Gervais, I don't know. Who I don't really like, but he had a good joke about, he had some good jokes about cats. And one of them was that someone said to him, oh, you spoil that cat. And he's like, of course I do. It's a cat. Yeah, that's what they're there for. So he has a cat named Pickle who's on Twitter, they had a picture of Pickle on the cat scratcher taco truck. And I, of course, said to picture, it was like, Penny has the same taco truck. And Pickle liked it. And I was like, Ricky Gervais's cat liked my tweet. <laughs> and there's claim to fame. That's like the biggest compliment you can get from Ricky Gervais. Yeah, better than Chris Cuomo commenting on my tweet. <laughs> I think Chris Cuomo is like out doing ayahuasca constantly. This was before he got fired. So I just want to hear about Chris Cuomo commenting on a tweet of yours. This was like the last year the Patriots won the Super Bowl and he made a thing about a, a tweet about the Jets because he's a Jets fan. And they're awful. He would be. 
Fucking loser. Yeah, and I was like, come over to the dark side or something. He commented, never, you know, I forget what it was. But I was just like, oh my God, Chris Cuomo, like of all people. He thought you were offering anal. Like, ooh, the dark Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it was about football. It wasn't about anything like in the news. You can incorporate football. Well, that's okay, because he's not a real journalist, so... <laughs> But that was my one famous person who responded to me. But Pickle made my day. Pickle's way better. I actually used to like Chris Cuomo. I'm sorry. No, wait, stop. Like a while ago. (laughs) Before, we're going back like eight years when it was like news that they were reporting on. I actually liked Chris Cuomo. That was a long time ago. Uh Yeah, but the more it got Trump and the politics... Yeah, I got to tell you, in 2014, after Mike Brown, when they went to see if they were going to be indicted, and we all kind of knew that they weren't. And so we turned on CNN just because I I wanted um, to just I wanted to see what was going to happen. And then the the protest started and Chris Cuomo was hiding behind a car reporting on the (laughs) protests. And he was like really pro cop and i was like turn this fucking thing off i want to watch anything other than this i was so mad because he was super pro cop right after that happened like Mm -hmm. what the fuck dude read the room no one is fucking that pro cop anymore when they used to report on things like natural disasters you know hurricanes and things like that he was fine Let's bring that back. Let's send him to hurricanes and earthquakes and see if he survives. Is that news or is fucking what Trump ate for lunch news? Like, it's just all about what Donald Trump did or didn't or whatever. Like the actual news, tragedies, that's what we should be seeing. I like to know when he eats McDonald's for lunch. I was born on the 4th of July, freedom ring. One of the things I could never understand is why people cheer and clap for the fireworks. I mean, it's not like the fucking fireworks are gonna respond and be like, thanks, thanks for cheering me on. I couldn't have done it without you. Bob Ballard discovered the wreck of the Titanic in 1985. Hashtag facts. What happened? I don't know. I hear her laughing in the other room, but I don't hear her on here. Clem, are you all right? She left. Oh, no. I don't know. Hold on. Let me go see what's going on. There's laughing. I hope it's laughing. What the fuck, wife? Oh, my God. You are right as fuck. <laughs> out for a while. Why? No, come back, please. No, guys, I gotta figure this out. I'm high as fuck. Let me just figure out what I did. Is it recording? I don't know. All right, chill out. I think so. The screen looks the same. Sorry, I don't really know what's going on. Fuck me, yes. Pokemon, go to the polls. Masturbation is completely normal. Do it every day for a healthy life and a healthy energy system. (laughs) 
So last night, about nine o'clock at night, after working all day, installing air conditioners when I got home, cleaning up, doing laundry, I'm tired. I just want to chill for like an hour before I'm going to go to bed. I put the TV on and my cat's sitting with me on the couch. I'm paying absolutely no attention to her. Just, she gets up, she does that, no big deal. Um, and she goes over to my fireplace and she's looking at something. So, you know, I'm assuming there's a spider or a moth or something over there. And I, again, don't really pay, she's enjoying herself. So she's there for quite a long time and she's just staring. She's in that like hunt mode. So finally I get up and I go over and there's something moving in my fireplace. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I grab my phone and turn the flashlight on and there's a fucking bat. There's a bat in my fireplace on the metal curtain between the metal curtain and the glass. And the thing's like grooming itself. So it's wings. I'm like, what the fuck? So I, the way it's moving around, I'm thinking it's stuck. And I'm like, what the fuck do I do? I'm not opening those fucking glass doors. I'm not having a bat flying around my house. But like, I have a heart. And like, if it's stuck, I don't want it to like be suffering or something. So I'm like, shit, what do I do? Well, of course, the first thing you do is you get a real flashlight and then you record it on your phone so you can text it to everybody. But then I'm like, it, you know, it is what it is. It's, you know, nine o'clock at night. I'm not calling like an emergency way. It's, it's in my fireplace. It's not going to get in my house. So I'm like, it is what it is. So I call my girls and they're looking at it and they're like, that's so cool. I've never seen a bat so close. But one of my daughters is now like in love with this thing and sitting on the floor and just like, oh, I love you. So I go on my porch and I go back in the house and it's gone. It's gone. It's no longer. I'm like, oh, good. So it's not stuck. It Maybe it flew back up my chimney. Great. So I sit down, back on my couch, show's over. My cat, once again, goes back to the fireplace. Oh no, now the bat is just trying to get out and trying to get into my house through the glass. So it's crawling all over the glass. And the little vent holes, it's like sticking its tongue through the vent holes. So now my daughter's kind of freaked out. I'm like, there's zero chance that thing can get, it cannot squeeze through those holes. It's fine. It's not coming in. So, it, you know, I'm just going to call the exterminator in the morning or the wildlife people, whoever I need to call, I'll deal with tomorrow. So I go to bed and I get up this morning and I go to my fireplace and there it is, hanging upside down, sound asleep. So... I don't think there's more than one because wouldn't I have a family hanging upside down? But either way, my day today will be calling wildlife, rescue, get out of my chimney bat people. Because it kind of talks a little slow, but it sounds too much like Bernie Colstein. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, he would be like, 
Booba. Booba. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen to me. I, I care about the kids. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can do this better than I can. No, you just got to listen to an episode. You'll be I'm fine. I'm really concerned <laughs> with everything coming in on the borders. You know, you got to think about not only if you're bringing children <laughs> into the world, what kind of world you're bringing them into. <laughs> Except for the children at the border. No one cares about that. <laughs> uh, you beautiful young woman. I can tell. Do you have any children of your own? <laughs> you two were both on one time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I listened to Zoe and I was like, I can't. Like, I'm, I'm being supportive of you guys, but I just can't. This guy. He talked over me. He didn't let me say anything good. Yeah, same. I, I kind of felt the same way. And then it was like he was trying to talk me out of saying I was an anarchist. And I was like, look, this is the philosophy for me. I feel like I don't need to follow these stupid fucking arbitrary rules that they can adjust to whatever suits them best. When I know right from wrong as an individual, I know not to infiltrate other people's space naturally. Like, I know the world can't handle that. And that's all I was trying to explain to the guy that, like, you know, it can be an ideology and a philosophy that you can follow without, like, having to upset anyone or, like, not all of us are going and fucking burning trash cans at every fucking protest. You know what I mean? It's like, that's how they spin it in the media because there's a small amount that are mad at their parents and they're not even hitting up major corporations or banks. So I don't have any respect for it. But like, you know, it is what it is. If you want to burn down your whole fucking city, go right ahead. Like you're the one that's going to suffer from it too. Like it just doesn't make sense to do things like that. It should be all electronic. You know, like Mr. Robot. But um, old people can't wrap their head around that because they want to cling to the same system that's been fucking us up the ass since it began. I just want to comment that I am a big fan of burning it to the ground, literally. Yeah, absolutely. It's not working for anyone but those people. It's like ridiculous at this point. I think I should be in charge, but you know what else? See, like, that's what being an anarchist is for me that's like i'm my own leader i follow my own rules i know what society's rules are and like if you have fucking common sense and you follow the golden rule life usually works out pretty all right you know people want to say it's like well there's no police it's total chaos and i'm like i see a lot of chaos with police so you know why don't we try something else i get it (laughs) now you know that I'm a big, big fan of communism. Yeah. Big but I think that like the philosophy of just like leave everyone the fuck alone, you know, like it's not your business. And what I mean by that is all this shit that they call the culture wars where you're like, you're this, you're that. Everyone just mind your own fucking business. If they tell you their pronouns, just fucking use them. It's not your fucking business. You know, I can't change what you think about a trans person. I can't. But what I can tell you is just it's not your fucking business. Right. Just be respectful. That's it. It's really simple. Who cares? And then maybe you wouldn't get such like bad reactions in the way that people react when they aren't called by the proper pronouns accidentally. For a trans person, it is being directed at them in a hostile way a lot of the times. 
and it's personal to them. It's a generalization of the nastiness. Every time you hear that, even when it's a mistake, it's going to sound like an attack because that's how people respond to things. People who intentionally misgender people just fucking stop. It's not your fucking business. I don't even care what you think. It's just not your fucking business. This also reminds me of the Supreme Court getting rid of affirmative action for colleges. Should we have affirmative action? No. Well, but do we need it? Yeah, because a bunch of white people are going to buy their kids into schools. They Schools can now look and say, yeah, we don't want any children of color here. They already don't. Exactly. I know, but they were required. It doesn't matter. They're going to act the same way anyway. But they had to allow some minorities in. We shouldn't need it, but we do need it because there's a whole group of kids out there that are going to get fucked. I actually think it's useless completely. The reason being is because to most companies, corporations, businesses, they don't give a fuck what kind of human being you are. You are a number and you can be easily replaced. So they do not give a fuck. Well, I'm not talking about for jobs. This is for college. For college? Well... You know, until you can go for fucking free anyways, why the fuck are people going? They told me in that something magic had all of it But now it doesn't that doesn't make sense. Once you have things, you have fucking Quotes from the one and only George W. Bush. I just want you to know that when we talk about war, we're really talking about peace. Proud to be with the scholars. Tell me about the Henry Hudson singers, Dave. They're always like top-notch and quite entertaining. They are top-notch entertainment. What do they sing? It, I think it's like something to do with the station. Uh, how does it go? Sports radio. Come on. You, you're louder. You're louder. Sing it. So who's in the Henry Hudson singers? Uh, eight men and uh, four women. Really? Eight men and four women? Charisma always talks about that on the station. Do you know their names? <laughs> no, they, they always put them like in the... I think they just call them the uh, Henry Hudson Singers and then the, the, the fan did that. Do you want do, me to cut this in half? Would it be easy? Do the Henry Hudson Singers have AIDS? No, don't ask No, is that what the, Does the Henry Hudson sing like the name of the radio station? I was wondering if the Henry Hudson Singers should try to put the uh, name of the station. Guys, guys.
Guys, 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 gender neutral guys, of course. I just listened to the beginning of your podcast about Gary Glitter. I saw Gary Glitter. I saw Gary Glitter in England. As your English listeners will know, uh, he had a annual Christmas show. And the annual Christmas show with Gary Glitter is the best show I've ever seen in my life. It was the best. And when folks say to me, hey, Gary Gary Glitter is a child molester, I just say he's on Michael Jackson. Take that, Michael Jackson fans. Also, Joan Jett covered Gary Glitter. It went a little bit like this. It went like this. A little bit like this. It went, do you want, wait, here we go. I can do this. Do you want to touch me there? Where? There? Where? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, Kieran. Uh, tomorrow you have a point with Dr. Lopez. I move a little bit up to 7.15 p.m. And he's going to call between 7.15, 7.30, like that. Okay, make sure to pick up the phone. Thank you. Also, that anchor leave a voicemail thing fucking sucks. Just take it off the email. It sucks, guys. Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> All right. Hello, it's me. Um, you can um, you can call back. Not at this number. You can call back the um, virtual TD. Uh, I am in Holland because I got an OUI and I need help because my license is being suspended and I cannot get myself um. Out. So, uh, I'm calling you because there's no one else to call. But anyways, um, feel free to call back here if you can, and I will talk to you later. I'm so sorry for all of this, especially after this past weekend. And I love you so much. So, thank you. Bye. to cut off buttocks with machete over potato chips. The man owned a luau restaurant, and embarrassingly, he was out of pork. As an offer to appease his hungry customers, he shaved his own ass, roasted it on a pit, and served it over potato chips. Yeah, you not getting away from me, buddy. More Tales from the Bakery. It's very important whenever someone comes up and asks you to write on a cake. Um, If it's happy birthday, obviously it's easy. But if there's a name, I don't care if the name is Sam. You say Sam, S-A-M, because God knows people spell things anyway. Um, And also, you know, you just want to double check. So this lady yesterday says to me, um, first she wants a German chocolate cake that I pull out of the freaking cake case and then looks at it and says, oh, I don't want anything with coconut on it. And I looked at her and I said, well, that's what German chocolate is. And she goes, I know. 
but I don't want it. Okay. So I put it back. She picks out another one. She says, um, can you write happy birthday Nick on it? And I said, sure. I said, N-I-C-K? And she goes, no, N-I-C-K. And I said, right, Nick, N-I-C-K. She says, no, N-I-C-K. And I'm just looking at her and I'm like, what am I missing? She goes, short for Richard? And I said, oh, Dick with a D, D-I-C-K. She goes, yeah. She was emphasizing the C and I was hearing Nick. This lady, I wanted to pummel her. So Jesus Christ, my poor kid, she graduated in May, right? She has already paid $14,000 of her private loan. And then the federal loan has been on hold because that was all up in the Supreme Court waiting to see if they were going to forgive any of the debt. And um, getting a call. Joe Biden? It's Hunter. Yeah, Donald Trump. So anyway, so it got struck down. There's no student loan forgiveness. Shocking. She's already paid 14. She owes four more to the private. Her federal loan is $27,000. Let me remind you that she didn't live in her dorm for two years because of COVID. And she had a Pell Grant. And she won a fucking scholarship that she was tuition free for four years. Yeah, this is bullshit. And she went to a state school. Well, if state schools were adequately funded, that wouldn't happen. The facts are, though, like the way that our society is and how everybody goes for the same jobs and the same careers, the same fucking college courses and everything. And nobody actually does what they actually went to school for after school. I think that um, people should invest more in trade schools. 100%. Plumbers, electricians, mechanics, they make way more money than people with just regular degrees. There just needs to be a whole change in in, in the perception of, of how the world works. Because, I mean, for me, for us, I think I was sold, like, you go to college because you have to. That's how you get a job. They, they tell you, you know, oh, you can be whatever you want. Go to college and love. I mean, you can be whatever you want, but you're not going to live at it. Uh, you got to make a living. And that's the only way you're ever going to even have a fucking shot unless you're already generationally wealthy and can be taken care of. Or if you're like exceptionally talented. There should be more tech schools. It should be more available to kids to go to high school and get a trade right out of high school. That's how you get prepared for the world. And if college is going to be expensive, you already have to have a good career to be able to afford it. They should just get rid of undergrad altogether and make requirement for master's programs and graduate degrees like real life shit instead of this bullshit undergrad experience. And it's a great experience for some. I'm glad I had it. The, the shit I learned wasn't ever going to make me any money. I got to tell you, my parents, they always told me, my brother and my sister, that you go to school to learn how to do something. So my sister, who was an art major, went to fashion design school. And then my brother went for computer and information science. And then I started at the top at Blaine. Me too. I started at the <laughs> bottom now. <laughs> I'm still there. Everyone else around me, my parents' age, were saying things like, oh, you have to go to college no matter what. Just go for anything. With like the FUPA, that you could be whatever you want. Reach for the stars. 
they're not getting degrees in anything that's very useful for them. And then they told us this is the bullshit. They also told us that we'd end up in the trades. Yeah, like it was like it was prison. I was always very insulted because my father was in construction. They make good money, actually, because they have a really hard job. They also insult anyone and then say, well, if you're doing that, I mean, you're doing it because you're dumb. No, that's hard shit. You can't be dumb to do that. You got to be smart to do that. Yeah, because you have to know the exact measurements of things. If you're off even a little bit, you fuck everything up. It's a matter of life and death in a lot of situations when you're doing that. When we were kids, like anybody whose dad was like a trash guy or your dad's a trash guy. Well, guess what? They make good fucking money. They have to have a CDL license and they have to pass physical. They're not just walking around picking up trash cans and smelling like trash. That's not the job. Yeah. And growing up, if your father was a plumber, people would be like, oh, your father's a plumber who fixes toilets. Dude, do you know how much money plumbers make? I used to always tell my kids when they were little, little, I don't care what you want to be when you grow up. If you want to pump gas because you enjoy pumping gas, then do that. But you should set a goal that you should own your own gas station. If you enjoy doing it, then do it to the best of your ability. What if you only enjoy pumping someone else's gas? I enjoy having the gas. <laughs> you should own the gas station so that you're making the money and you're not working for someone else. That was my point. That doesn't get me hard. I just wanted to know what if your daughters, the only thing they really liked was porn. Then <laughs> <laughs> be that bad. No, I can't do it. I <laughs> That's not fair, Clem. That was that, low. That's a low Ow. blow. Wow. <laughs> I I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not shaming any adult film stars out there, but that's just uncomfortable for a mom. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know. I mean, I guess if they're really good at it, some of those girls make a lot of money. Stormy Daniels has made millions of dollars. So if you're gonna do it. And aspire to, you know, do it all, I guess. Did you know that women make more money in porn, but that they get paid less per scene? It's because they do more work. Yes, because they can have multiple orgasms and they don't need to keep a fucking hard dick. I don't know what porn you've been watching, but. The thing is, is they're not even paid as well as their male porn stars who are doing less work. Well, shocking. I know. Even in porn. Most men, uh, not all, but let's go with a, a higher majority, are watching porn for the girls. Yeah, they're your money makers. I like to look at the cum shots like a Rorschach test so I can see what kind of crazy I am that day. Okay, like, Fupa, legit question. What? When you're watching porn, <laughs> does, and it's it's male on female porn. It's just straight, plain <laughs> vanilla porn. They just fucking, you know? Vanilla fucking. He, maybe he's getting a blowjob, you know, shit vanilla like that. Vanilla fucking. Yeah, it was pretty basic porn. What's more important to you? What uh-huh. the girl looks like or the guy? The girl. I don't even notice the guy. Jesus. <laughs> the guys always look like gay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't even see guys. I don't really watch porn, though. I make it. I just don't think it matters that much who the guy is. I mean, unless he looks like Fabio, then hold the song. Yeah, I mean, uh, in gay porn, yeah, that's a different market, you know? But in straight porn? The girls can shoot scenes for hours at a time. Doesn't matter. The guys, if they're not hard. That's not true. When I was in it, the guys went just as long as the girls. 
I'm just saying that they're just they're doing the grunt work. The girls are doing the heavy lifting. So the girls should be the ones that are paid. I don't think anyone really cares about who the fucking guy is. All right. Legs and Eggs Production Company. Are we making porn? We're making porn and we're paying the girls more. Okay. Not my money. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Do what you want. I didn't say we were going to be in it. We're just a production (laughs) company. Oh, you know that's how you get in it. You first, it's just the production company. Next thing you know, it's the world's biggest gang, Gang 9000, where you've got the entire population of, like, Saudi Arabia in line. And that's going to be our first release. Pornhub, here we come. (laughs) I think that we should make some pornography. Wait a minute. Oh, Marcus Simeon. Hey! Who's safe? Oh, it's 84. Who was up before that? <laughs> Nolan Arenado. There's Nolan Arenado. Fair. Smash her to third base. No, no, no. And it's a fair ball. And it's a fair ball. Rosarina. Rosarina. It's the relay throw. Relay throw. Oh. What it is. Oh, those are sexy. Look at that. See his crotch. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Luis Arias. He's over two. Michigan. Uh, 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 Tom McCarthy along with Jay Wright. Oh, Jay Wright. Ooh. Jay Wright. Jay Wright is hot. 15 to 3. 15 to 3. And we'll be back after this message and word from our ABC stations. You got it. Jonah Hype steps Hi. up to bat. Nick steps up to the plate. Jonah Hype. Uh, Arcia. Arcia later. Gone. Ronald Acuna Jr. 15 to 3 at the end of. Hi, this is Sarah the Ruthless with my top 10 reasons why Cape Codders hate tourists. Number one, traffic. You make our lives a fucking living hell by existing. You swamp all of our streets with your stupid fucking thules and your stupid fucking bike racks and your goddamn stupid kayaks and canoes and bullshit. And you stop at all of the trashiest places like Cuffee's and fucking Pirate's Cove, all those little putt-putt places and little fucking clam shanties with fried clams. Ah, choke on a lobster roll. Number two, which kind of goes with number one, is that Route 28 is a route. It's not the fucking speed limit. Number three, why do you dress like that? Why do you have to wear pink shorts with boat shoes and no socks? 
I think you come here and you think that's how Cape Cotters dress. So that's how you're going to fit in. But the truth is, you're an asshole and you'll never fit in and you'll never be a Cape Cotter. Number four, you make going to the beach for locals so unenjoyable. You bring your fucking kids, you leave your fucking trash everywhere. You're loud, you're obnoxious, and you're stupid. Number five, your entitled attitude. Just because you're on vacation, not everyone is just your servant. You could be a bit more polite when addressing people that are serving you in the public instead of give me this and cutting people and acting like you're the fucking shit. Go fuck yourself. Number six, voting. Just because you live here two months out of the year, you think you're going to go and fucking vote at all of the elections to get your stupid fucking pointless rotaries put in at intersections that don't fucking need one? Number seven, you never fucking leave when you come here. You end up buying fucking homes here that cost way too much and driving up the property value and driving out all of the locals. Number eight, you're cheap. Number nine, don't they have seashells in New Hampshire? Why don't you fucking go there? Number 10, stop asking locals for fucking directions. Guess what, bitch? There's a thing called the Chamber of Commerce in every town. Maybe you should use it. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the ruthless top 10 list of why Cape Codders hate tourists. Secret Confessions with Fupa Jones. Hello, my friends. This is Fupa Jones. And these are my secret confessions. Now I'm sitting here with my wife Clem Stump in the other room. She has no idea what I'm about to confess to right now. Clem Stump, Legs and Eggs listeners at large. You see, a long time ago, well before I even met Clem, hell, I was in high school. Actually, I think I was middle school and then high school. Where I belonged to a Phantom of the Opera fanfic message board on Prodigy. Yeah, we kept it real, real Phantom. And so this was a real thing, and... Eventually, some of us ended up meeting in real life. And I cannot tell you how incredibly disappointed we all were whenever that happened. But anyways, yes. I'm Fupa Jones. 
And I was a middle school preteen phantom of the opera message board fanfic participant on the Prodigy Network. This has been Secret Confessions with Fupa Jones. I'm Fupa Jones. Till the next time we have confession. Amen. The average adult spends more time on the toilet than they do exercising. Hashtag facts. I'm sitting here in my apartment. It's fucking hot out. It's fucking humid. I want to fucking hang myself. Fucking can't live like this. So anyways, that's what I was thinking about. Handful of corporations are responsible for climate change. Like, we all know that. Like, I don't know why anyone th- would think that that's, like, not true. Like, you and your fucking plastic straw have anything to do with it. Also, like, you didn't invent the plastic straw. So how is it your fucking fault? It's not. They just said, here's straws. They're plastic. Now they're blaming you for it. Because that's what they do. Right? So the solution to this is, like, Walgreens can't really have the air conditioner on anymore. So, like, I got to go to Walgreens, which I don't like going to Walgreens because everything's locked up and I fucking hate that. Like, that's stupid. And sweat is pouring down my face when I'm in Walgreens because you can't have the air conditioner going. And we're just all supposed to accept that because of climate change. But these fucking corporations, you know they're living fucking comfortably. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They they have the air conditioner cranked to fucking 40. They're like skiing inside in the middle of fucking summer, hiding in their fucking bunkers. They have everything. They created the problem. But we have to fucking sit around and deal with the fucking consequences. So like, what the fuck? So my solution is just burn it all fucking down. Just burn it down. I don't give a fuck. Like, what the fuck? Like, who cares? Oh, no, a billionaire might get hurt. Who the fuck cares? A fucking billionaire might get hurt. Go fuck yourself. You're hoarding money like that? You're not a good person. Like, whatever. My electric bill goes up every fucking year. And every year I get a fucking thing from the city and from the electric company trying to encourage me to turn my AC off. I live on the seventh floor. Okay, top floor of my building. The sun sets through my window all afternoon. It's fucking hot up here. I got fucking an ear infection from getting sweat in my ear the other day. Okay, so like, and then I don't have fucking health insurance. I don't get health care. You got to pay for it. Oh, if you can't pay, you're going to die. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, Ted Cruz gets all the health care he fucking wants. But like, what the fuck? I know I don't fucking talk like a normal person. I know I sound fucking stupid when I talk. Right? And like, so whatever. Like, this is what I sound like. So like, go fuck yourself. But like, what I'm saying is legit. Like, for real. Like, they're fucking screwing you. They're screwing you over. They're taking everything from you. And they're not giving anything back to you. And they're telling you that you should be thankful for that opportunity to fucking give them shit and live in this country that you didn't choose to live in. You were just fucking born here. Oh, well, not all of you. Some of you might have chose to live here. But still, like, it's not like any place in this world is really great. So, you know, you didn't choose to be born. You didn't choose any of this. 
You didn't choose to give the government your money. Now, I'm a big fan of fucking taxes as long as the money goes back to help people. And it doesn't because, like, what's this bullshit? Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to piss a lot of people off with this. But I don't know what's fucking going on in Ukraine. I don't know why we care so much about Ukraine. I don't fucking get it. Like, there are so many countries that get invaded all the time. And we don't send them $6 billion. So, like, why are you taking my money and doing that when you could take my money? Maybe pay my air conditioning bill for me. That'd be nice. Maybe give me some health care. I'd like that. Maybe food. I, I could take some food. If you can take my money and put it in a collective pot and then not even give it back to me. And there's people fucking sleeping on the street. But some war in Ukraine that I swear to God, no one knows what it's about. And don't fucking come at me with that. Oh, we got to stop Putin. Oh, he interfered in the election. Fuck you. And if you saw the supposed Russian propaganda that everyone fell for, and you think that it's feasible that someone could fall for that, you're fucking stupid. Because that shit was dumb. So, like, the people out there who identify as liberals, you know, I, I fucking hate you. I think you're fucking stupid. You know, I also think most people who identify as Republican are pretty fucking dumb, too. But those of you who identify as liberals because you think it makes you smart, so you don't question anything, you're pretty fucking stupid, okay? Oh, my mother's calling me. Maybe he'll make some porn for us. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he'll make yeah. some pornography. Yeah, I only want pornography. <laughs> <laughs> so a bunch of people have clicked on the link on Twitter for our Patreon, and so many people have joined. And then a couple of them have joined from our Substack too. I bet they suck. Yeah. I don't care as long as they join our Patreon. You can suck all you want, you motherfuckers. And you're going to need to to afford our Patreon. Yeah, pay us money to do stuff. <laughs> we should have like the $5 level be the suck our dick level. I'm upset nobody's requested our foot pics yet. <laughs> they will. It'll it'll happen. We're going to manifest it. I got a vision board. Maybe that's our problem. We all need vision boards. I have one. It's the Space Shuttle Challenger exploding. <laughs> we were looking at fire pits earlier, and there was one that was in the shape of a wishing well. And I was like, oh, look, it's baby Jessica's well. <laughs> I was like, imagine if we let it on fire when the baby is in there. <laughs> Baby Jessica Bobs. <laughs> like you'd have to like have like baby shaped fire starters. No, oh, this is great. You could make little s'mores with like gingerbread babies. Yeah. In memoriam of baby Jessica. I think baby Jessica made the news for something like not too long ago, if I recall. I thought but. she just made the news for being baby Jessica. Yeah, it was just like the anniversary of being baby Jessica, I guess. I found an article that was written two weeks ago. In 1987, the world watched as baby Jessica was rescued from a well. This is her life now. She's mega crazy. She's like wicked question. I can't even talk. Question? Question. question. I'm Elma Fudd now. She's wicked question. <laughs> wicked question. Well, your time is done. Well, you're falling down a well, you bomb. 
Baby Jessica, come over my house and come see my house. <laughs> that could be a bit where we do uh, Baby Jessica. Where is she now? I don't know. She must have tunnel vision. In Delaware, it is illegal to pawn a wheelchair or a fake limb. Are fresh like a ripe new sausage. Farming that bitch with my anus. I plant seeds of rhythm that grow into sausages. I suck those hogs and choke. I'm coming after you, so watch your 9 11. Hunter Biden at Cocaine Palace. I'm like a sports car, you're like a butt plug. Up my butt, raw dog. I've got no use for people so fapped out. Lick my nuts. You know what it's about. Clack, clack, clack. Go my heels on your labia. It's that floppy. Fix them damn flats. On your knees, before I get nuts. I'm good at this rapping. I'm moaning your butts. I will have satisfaction, I will have introspection. My car just passed emissions inspection. I'm known, from here to Kalamazoo. They know me pretty good there anywho. I'm knee deep in rhymes, better get a hollow gourd. It's the one in which hot soup's been poured. I'm a lion on the mic and you're a giraffe Their long necks make me laugh Are you feeling okay? Cause you look a bit like Bono I looked like Sting that time I got mono I got a match, my faith and your aims Don't say rape in the butt isn't famous You come here to play? I see you have a ball bag Nuts on your tonsils, you saggy slag. I'm talking now, so listen up, bitch. You kinda itchy where your pussy is. Quit looking at me with that face so cunt. My foot in your pussy is a punt. It's my coronation, call me the queen of mumble rap. I fucked your mom in her backpack. I swim in jewels and bathe in titties. Eating your clam gives me the shitties. tweeted that wait who tweeted what no the the way he did that thing he just who tweeted what that thing on the radio does he did uh, and he can tweet me he can tweet me at what at the half wfan at the half wfan are you on twitter no, no, no he did that at the top do of you want the to show be on twitter no he did it at the top of the show he did it at the top of the show but no, it's because uh, i'm gonna regret that here we go um, what Wait, 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 wait. What? It is an eperpic level of perpic suits on the perpic. What the hell are you doing? What? No, I was doing Ross's thing. Oh, Ross? You're doing Ross? Do Ross. You live in old sick. Yeah. It is not me, Lemon Wolf. This is 1106. Can you do Ross again? 1106. You're on the fan. 1106. You're on the fan. By the way. Yeah. Neil Hoffman with you till 3 o'clock. What? And then Brian. And then Brian. Okay, does anybody call into the fan at 2 o'clock in the morning? No. 
Peel Hoffman still has another show to do because he's on two three. Yeah, who's on it? Uh, who's on it three? Brian underscore Rascona. Brian underscore Rascona. Who takes over? Forty thirty two. Do you know a guy named Underscore? <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. What? No number. I know her. Well, don't find it for me. What number? And our number is. What is our number? Was Pete Hoffman likes to do that? You want me to give out my phone number? No, no practice like it be Pete Hoffman. How does Pete Hoffman do? Eight seven seven three three seven. Eight seven seven. Sixty six sixty six. No, no, it's eight seven seven three three seven eight seven seven. Pete, 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 with you. Pete, often 6666 So back in the day when uh, my sisters and I were little, we used to sometimes just to like, you know, escape the house if there was nothing to do, we'd go for a walk to the penny candy store. And yes, there was a penny candy store. Was any of the fucking candy a penny? No, it was usually five cents. And we'd get like Bazooka Joe's. Um, and Big League Chew, and Pixie Sticks, shit like that, and, um, so anyways, we usually would go with a dollar, and we'd come back with a decent amount of candy, and my sister and I are walking back, and, you know, I thought I would impress her by farting, and I ended up shedding my fucking pants. And the whole time I was just like, fuck. Like, I didn't even know that's what had happened. I just thought I did a really hot fucking fart. And then I felt something squishy in my underwear. I was like fucking eight years old or something like that. Um, anyways, I remember going home walking with that fucking shit in my drawers the whole time and my sister's like making fucking Hershey squirt noises at me and um I got home and I had to like empty the turd into the toilet and I do remember that it had what looked to be peanuts or something in it um I don't know if I actually ate peanuts or what? Or if I ate candy that had peanuts, that's likely because fuck yeah, I love those peanut M&Ms, but so soon, you know? So I had to empty the turd into the toilet and throw my underwear away. And uh, that was a day in the life of 
Sarah the Ruthless. Give you a little update on my bat, who I named Bert. He was sleeping all morning. I called my town's animal control. A natural resource officer came out and she wore those very large gloves as they do. And she had an empty marshmallow fluff container and she caught Bert in the marshmallow fluff container, walked across the street and released him. He is safe and sound, everybody. on Twitter last night. <laughs> what did really? you do? I'm right here. <laughs> no, the song. The song. Uh, you've got a prolapsed asshole. So I just want you to know I'm putting your songs out there. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I mean, I feel bad for everyone, but... That's our episode for this week. We hope you enjoyed our technical difficulties. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legs and Eggs Pod. And also join our Patreon. You'll gain access to exclusive bonus content, feed picks, and maybe the opportunity to influence future episodes. Just visit patreon.com slash legs and eggs to join. And guess what? We've got some fabulous merchandise for all your household needs. Visit our online store at society6.com slash Tallulah Sponge Cake. Browse through a delightful array of t-shirts, shower curtains, throw pillows, and more. Grab your favorite piece and proudly display your love for Legs and Eggs podcast to all your loser friends. Got a burning question, a Billy Joel rant, or just want to tell us how you probably don't have HPV? We'll tolerate it. Shoot us an email at legsandeggspodcast at gmail.com or give us a call, 929-263-4165. We promise we'll eventually check it. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Legs and Eggs Podcast. This is Clem Stump, and we promise to keep it greasy and easy, just like your mom. <laughs>